Hi, this is David in Melbourne, Australia, and you're listening to the English Sabbath School podcast. I hope you enjoy the program. Hello, hello, dear friends. I'm Mo Sena for the English Sabbath School podcast. Lesson six for Thursday. I said Thursday, February 9th. Today's title. Moses in Egypt. So you notice here a pattern, don't you, my friends? We started with Noah, found grace in the eyes of the Lord, Abram, the father of the faithful, Lot's bad decisions, Jacob from deceiver to prince, and now we have Moses in Egypt. They were men, they were human, like you and I. But they chose, made choices. Some of their choices were wrong, but God was still fulfilling his promises and faithful. And also they had to change their sights to what is temporary and visible, to what is eternal and invisible. Where are we? Where are you and I storing up our treasure? Hmm. The lesson begins with the following. The character of Moses dominated the early years of sacred history. He was kept alive in the providence of God, who worked through an enterprising mother and a caring sister. When Pharaoh's daughter found baby Moses in the ark of bulrushes, she asked his Hebrew mother to care for him and paid her to do so. What a blessed challenge for a young mother who was an exile and slave, paid to be taking care of her own child. Can you imagine it? Jochebed had only 12 years to teach her child to pray. No, no, pastor and tell, attention. Jochebed had 12 years to teach her child. She was not 12 years old. The Bible doesn't disclose how old she was, but she was not 12, okay? Focus, focus. She had only 12 years to teach her child to pray, to trust and honor God, and shape his character for a life of service. For years, Moses was trained in the royal courts of Egypt, and Moses was learned in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was mighty in words and deeds, Acts 7.22. As Moses matured as a man, he made a conscious decision that changed his life and the course of history. Open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11. Come on, come on, Imirin. Move it, move it. Yes, Paolo. Yes, yes. Kim, great to hear from you. Hebrews 11, 24 through 29. By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded this grace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover and the application of blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn would not touch the firstborn of Israel. By faith, 
the people passed through the Red Sea as on dry land, but when the Egyptians tried to do so, they were drowned. Wow. Oh, question. Think about what Moses left behind and what he had to face instead. Try to look at it from his position before he made the choice. What was he leaving and what was he choosing to accept by leaving? Yeah, he was not just a refugee thinking, oh, when the things get better, I will return. In Moses' case, he said, I'm not turning back. I'm not returning to Egypt land. No matter if they offer me all the treasures in the whole universe. Oh, oh, my friend, where is your treasure? Egypt was one of the greatest powers in the ancient world at the time. If not the greatest, I would say in Moses' time, it was the greatest power. The Nile River created such fertile land that Egypt, flush with crops, was a wealthy and powerful nation. And Moses himself would have been at the top of his kingdom. Remember, uh, open a parenthesis here. I'm sorry, Delma, but I have to open a parenthesis. Rem I'm, I'm sorry, Pastor Sadio, too. But remember, when Joseph was the governor of Egypt, he made uh, the, the storing of the grains and the crops so that uh, Egypt was going to have abundance of food, even during the periods of drought and famine, made Egypt even more powerful, a superpower, uh, the breadbasket of the whole world, the whole known world uh, uh, of his time. And Moses was born into this great empire, treated as a prince to be the next pharaoh, maybe. But look at that. It's hard to imagine. The lesson continues. Close parenthesis. It's hard to imagine. Have you found it in the text? Yes. It's hard to imagine how tempting the lure of the world, the world of Egypt and all its treasures, must have been to him in his early years. Surely, he must have found the adoration, the pleasures and the riches tempting. He doubt, no doubt, no doubt, he probably very easily could have justified staying rather than throwing in his lot with a bunch of despised slaves. And yet what? What? As scripture says, he chose, attention pronunciation, remember earlier this week? He chose rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Hebrews 11:25. And talk about afflictions. <laughs> A major part of the book of Exodus deals with the struggles and trials of Moses. Yes, who even after all he went through, was still not able to cross over the promised land. Yes. Oh, Father, your plans, your vision are, is so much higher than we can imagine and fathom. Numbers 20 verse 12. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Wow, heartbreaking, isn't it? Yet, in the end, we all know that Moses made the right choice. Mm. 
even if at times he must have wondered himself if he really had, had what? Had made the right choice. Imagine, because it wasn't easy. My friends, you can't believe me. It wasn't easy to be wearing Moses' shoes. Final question. From a worldly perspective, Moses should have stayed in Egypt, of course. However, as Christians, we have been given a view of reality that takes us away beyond this world. When we are tempted by the world, how can we keep the big picture always before us? Why is it so important that we do so? This reminds me of that beautiful hymn, Give Me Jesus. Give me Jesus, give me Jesus, you can have all this world, but give me Jesus. Yes, my friends, you can have everything, but if you don't have Jesus, you have nothing. So give it all. Give up anything that is holding you down and hold on to Jesus because he is the way, the truth, and the life. Shall we pray? Oh, Father, give us Jesus. Show us that we can be faithful to you in small things, in bigger things, that we can serve you. May we have the courage that Moses had of saying no to the world and turning to you and following you, even when things feel so bad. But if we are with you, there will be light at the end of the path. We surrender it all to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, my friends, powerful lessons. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. This is for Thursday, February 9th. I'm Moacir Sena. My friends call me Mo, and you are my friends, right? For more information, please contact us on Facebook, Believes UNESP. Tell your friends about our podcast. It is available on any podcast platform. Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you find your podcast, you're going to find us there. Believes UNESP. And also join our groups on WhatsApp and Telegram. Thank you, my friends, for listening, for sharing, and for praying. Not only with us, but for us.